0: Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to This Week in Rideshare Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hoffa. Now this week, we're going to be focusing on accidents, what's true, what's false, and how you can protect yourself. Legal Rideshare breaks it down. And of course, from Legal Rideshare, I'm joined by the co founder and lead attorney, Brian Gerding. Brian, welcome back.
1: Thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Yes, uh, I love doing these segments. It's always fun. And this one, especially, I think, is fun because we've, we've touched on this a little bit before, but I think it's good to go over this again. This is really the uh, true and false segment. And I think who better to get the facts from than you? Uh, but before we begin, you can just tell everyone what Legal Rideshare is. Uh, what we do and how we help, that'd be great.
1: Legal rideshare is the first law firm in the United States that's entirely dedicated to Uber Lyft and gig related accident and injury claims. So we help gig workers who have been involved in accidents and sustained losses on the job. So we mean bodily injuries, medical bills, pain and suffering, lost wages. You name it. If you've been hurt on the job, we can help you recover those damages.
0: And a lot of a lot of times we get this question, uh, people ask us, you know, we're based in Chicago, but do we take cases all over the country?
1: Yeah, we can help anybody. um, If for some reason we aren't actually able to assist because you're in a a different state, we have contacts everywhere. So we can give you a consultation, which is always free, help get you on the right path. And if we can assist, great. If we can't, then we know who to put you in contact with to make sure that you're taken care of in your claim.
0: Got it, great. It's good to know. Um, so we're going to go right into this. Again, this is legal ride shares true or false regarding accidents, uh, insurance, you know, anything along those lines. So we're going to get right into it here. And the first thing is number one, true or false? I just got into an accident, so I should wait to see what my insurance company says. False.
1: That I is, bleak. Bleak. <laughs> that is a, uh, a big mistake. Uh, your first call should be to an attorney so that you know how to report the claim you know how to describe the situation um, to ensure that you're using the correct words to you know make sure they understand the facts of the accident who's at fault what injuries or damages you've sustained Um, so that's where the the free consultation from legal rideshare comes in if you Talk to us, we can help direct the conversation with your insurance company in the right way to ensure the best positive outcome in your case.
0: Perfect, all right, we're gonna move on to number two. And I have seen this actually quite recently uh, in the forums. Um, I can't afford a doctor, so I shouldn't go. True or false?
1: False again, my friend. (laughs) So (laughs) when you are injured in an accident, First of all, it's very important to ensure that you get the medical treatment that you need for your health. You wanna make sure that you get that initial checkup just to make sure that everything is in order, that there's not some latent injury that you're not aware of. You know, we've had people who think that they're fine and then they discover internal bleeding when they take an x-ray or something at the hospital. So you've just been involved in a traumatic event, make sure that you get the care that you need soon after the event. Um, In specific response to your question about affordability, Law firms like Legal Rideshare specialize in getting those medical bills paid and we've got contacts within the medical community that will see you without charging you anything out of pocket. They're confident enough in our ability to win the case that they know they'll get paid sooner or later and they're willing to provide you the treatment that you need early on without sending you a a bill to pay right away.
0: Perfect. Um, okay, we'll move on to the next one. And I have seen this multiple times recently. Um, the, the statement was, if I file a claim, then Uber will never let me drive ever again. They will blacklist me from uh, being on Uber.
1: We are, we're starting to get repetitive here. We've got another false. <laughs> um, Uber and Lyft and the other gig companies do not penalize drivers for making insurance claims. If you are involved in an accident, especially if it's not your fault, there's no reason why the platform would remove you. The injury claim that that we would be bringing goes through those companies or the at fault uh, individuals insurance company. Um, It's not a claim that's going to affect your status on the platform. We do not see drivers get deactivated because they try to seek the damages that they're entitled to. It's just not something that happens.
0: Got it, okay. We'll move on to number four. I saw this literally yesterday. Uh, it's totally fine to take cash rides. I do it all the time. I, don't, I just tell them, don't use the app. Give me cash.
1: That's a really bad idea. So we'd go with with false. Then that would be a totally fine thing to do. Um, cash rides are not rides that are through the rideshare platform. When you when you remove yourself from the platform, you actually lose the protections that the platform provides. So what do I mean by that? When you are transporting a passenger on the Uber app or on the Lyft app, you're protected by their insurance. So if you get involved in an accident and your passenger is injured or you injure somebody else, Uber, Lyft or whatever other platform that you're using has an insurance policy to make sure that that person is compensated for their injuries. And as long as that insurance policy comes into play, then your personal assets are not at stake. When you remove yourself from the platform, you lose those protections and therefore you're really putting yourself in, in danger.
0: I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Unfortunately, I've, heard, I've seen that far too many times and yeah, cutting corners isn't gonna work. Uh, and speaking of cutting corners, I think I already know the answer to this one, but uh, number five, you don't need to tell your insurance company you do ride share. False again. (laughs) Uh, You
1: you want to be upfront with the insurance companies. You want to tell them from the get-go that you plan on doing this work. A lot of drivers try to uh, not communicate that information to the insurance company, thinking that either the company will drop them or their rates will go up. Most of the big insurance companies today are understanding that people do gig walk and they actually have policies in place for that type of work the reason why you want to be up front with them is so that when something goes wrong because the the more you do this this type of work the more likely it is that something's going to happen you want the insurance company to have your back you want to have coverage to fix your car you want to have coverage for underinsured under or uninsured motorists you want to make sure that your claim is not going to be denied because they're finding out for the first time that you've engaged in gig walk. Um, so yes, it might co- cost you a couple extra dollars every month, but that is a cost of doing business and it's the cost of protecting yourself for when something does go wrong.
0: Got it. Again, makes sense. It's what I assumed you'd say, but it's good to just get it out there. All right, we'll go to this looks like number six. It's better not to get the police involved if I'm involved in an accident. We can settle it without the police, true or false? False. The police are an
1: important part of an accident investigation, and frankly, an insurance claim. So when you're involved in an accident, bringing the police to the scene, or at the very least making a report at the police station, is the initial evidence in the case. It's going to include information about the drivers, their names, their phone numbers, their addresses, their insurance, that all that will all be documented in one place so you have it later. It will also include an analysis of what happened. They will look at the property damage. They will look at the scene. They will talk to witnesses. And that will then be the basis for the entire insurance claim down the road. We're going to provide that police report to the insurance companies so that they understand what the independent witness, the police officer, had to say about what he observed and what he learned. 99% of the time, what's written in the police report is going to be gospel in the case because the cops are, are believed by the insurance companies. If the cop says this is what happened, that's going to be what happened. If you don't bring the cops into the case early, then a lot of times it becomes a he said, she said situation where it's your word versus the other driver's and everybody kind of throws their hands up in the air and says, I don't know who's telling the truth.
0: Right, and we have I've spoken to drivers before where I've asked them directly, have you have filed a police report? And uh, there's been a few times drivers have responded and said, no, I wish I would have because now they change their story. Um, and I'm sure you've heard of that a ton as well. And then there's no record, and it becomes a big fight, um, which becomes right. an issue. Uh, right. So uh, this next one I feel personally offended by <laughs> Lawyers are ambulance chasers and will rip me off. Well, that's false with a caveat.
1: (laughs) There are ambulance chasers out there. There are people who will call you right after an accident. They'll be listening to the police blotter and they will, you know, text you and call you and bother you until you answer the phone, hoping to sign up to get your case. That's an ambulance chaser. and, And certainly they exist, but a lawyer with integrity a lawyer like legal rideshare wants you to come to us we want you to understand the benefit that we add to your case and i can tell you we do add it so by coming to a reputable lawyer we are going to add real dollars to your case we are going to ensure that all of your medical bills get taken care of we're going to recover your lost wages we know how to speak to the insurance companies using the legal jargon and and, in words that are necessary to get you the pain and suffering that you deserve the loss of normal life we add real value to the case and i believe in almost every claim we are exceeding the value of our attorney's fee so yes you are going to pay a lawyer to help you but i think we're going to put more money into the pot um, making it well well worth it
0: yeah very well said and i think that's it's really important to make that very clear you know We don't, if you don't win, we don't win. So it's very important that there's no, there's no benefit to us screwing you over. It doesn't, no one wins out of that. So not, not something we would do. Uh, Number eight, I can wait up to two years to get a lawyer. I don't need to rush and get one now.
1: That's false. So getting a lawyer early is vitally important. And we've talked about this earlier about help with filing the insurance claim, help with talking to the insurance adjuster. Uh, Even help talking to the police. If you give us a call, we can help you describe the accident in an artful way. And and that doesn't mean false. It means using the right words to communicate exactly what happened. If you don't have the opportunity to speak with a lawyer early and you say the wrong things, it can tank your case going forward. Um, I can also tell you that if you're working with the insurance companies for all that time, they're just going to try to run out the clock. So there's a there's a statute of limitations in bringing a case. So in some states it's 1 year from the date of the accident. In some states it's more. If you're just kind of going through the motions thinking that the insurance company is going to play fair with you, I think they're probably going to give you low ball offers and they might drag things out until the deadlines pass. And then you are you're going to find yourself in a position where you're not able to recover anything.
0: Right, and we and I there's been a few times that we've had to unfortunately turn down potential um, drivers because and clients because of that situation. They kind of waited too long, it's really hard to fight. So get ahead of it and that's why we're doing this segment. Get educated, get ahead of it, You know, make sure you win. Uh, number nine, I have a lawyer but I'm unhappy with them so I do have a right to switch, true or false?
1: Uh, it's true that you do have a right to switch. So you are able to um, decide who your lawyer is. If you're not happy with your representation, if you're not happy with the communication, if you're not happy with anything whatsoever, you have the right to talk to other attorneys. You are not bound by the, the first person that you talk to. Um, certainly, when we hear from people who are represented, we, we encourage the clients to you know see if they can make it work with their with their current lawyer, encourage communication. But if you feel that you need to make a change, you can always reach out to other law firms to, to find out if there's a better match for you.
0: Perfect, and the last one, which is a ringer here. Uh, I was in an accident. I should call Legal Rideshare, true or false?
1: True, you should call Legal Rideshare immediately. Um, we are going to provide the free consultation to ensure that you're protecting your rights if we can represent you we're going to you know fight hard for you if we can connect you with somebody else who can represent you we're going to make that introduction contacting legal rideshare is vital and it's really the most important thing that you can do after a crash
0: well great brian i really help. i really appreciate you helping um, explain some of these true and false statements Um, just giving your honest feedback i think that's really important i think it's it's really needed for drivers as we said before Uh, Typically, we do a This Week in Rideshare podcast focus on the current events, but I felt like this is much needed. Uh, Now, before we sign off, I just want to again kind of give a recap of uh, what Legal Rideshare does, and then we will sign off for the week.
1: Yeah, well, I just want to thank everybody um, for listening and watching. You know, this is it's a valuable opportunity for us to communicate. Legal Rideshare has been around for nearly a decade now. We've assisted hundreds, if not thousands of drivers in their personal injury claims. So we make sure that drivers get the medical attention that they need, that they get their medical bills paid, lost wages recovered, things like pain and suffering, temporary loss of, uh, or temporary disability, loss of normal life. If you sustain a damage in an accident, we are here to fight for you and we are here to make sure that you get compensated uh, appropriately, fairly, and you collect every dime that you're entitled to.
0: Great, yeah, and the easiest way to reach us is LegalRideShare.com. Our number is also on the screen, 312-767-7950. And as I like to always wrap this up again, thank you, uh, Bryant, as always super helpful and fun doing these segments. But as I like to say, that is the end of this week in Rideshare, see you next week.